know, you know, when there's smoke, there's fire, right? There's drama that views up and it's just something you would expect, right? So, last episode, I talked about um, Andrade after his match uh, with Pac, which was round two, which was fucking excellent. And it was something that I really, really enjoyed. Now, after the match, he tweeted, F-U-W-W-E. Now, we don't know if that was like a shot at the company on, this is what you could have done with me. But, or this could have involved Charlotte Flair. We didn't know what. But we do have details now. And it's a big one, guys. So grab your popcorn, grab a drink. And this is your bonus. No one's ready for wrestling bonus as we're going to be talking about the drama between Charlotte Flair. The backstage drama that's involving Charlotte Flair. So a lot to get into. And this is literally going to be a two-parter. So this is really a big deal. Because it could have an effect on what happens to Charlotte in the future of WWE. So this is a bonus. And I want to give my two cents on it. And like I'm not... Like, let's just go with the introduction as well. My name is Shino Phoenix. I have been a wrestling fan for a long, long time. And I love professional wrestling. I just love to see talent thrive. And I've been a podcaster since 2019. This is like my... Uh, 2019, 2020... This is my third year as a podcaster. So, uh, we're going to be heading into the fourth year. And I'm nervous about that, but I'm proud of how much I've grown as a podcaster. So I literally sat there. I'm like, I don't want to waste time talking about this uh, whole stuff with Charlotte. I don't want to wait till the next episode. I'm just going to talk about it right now. Get my two cents out of it. Even before or after I do the uh, Crown Jewel stuff. Because this is a big story. And I don't want to wait. I did not want to wait because... I think, like, I'm not going to side with anybody. I just know who to point the finger at. So, I thought it was big. So, we're going to talk about that. Social media, let's get quickly to that. Twitter, follow me on Twitter, Shino D Phoenix. I live tweet for Raw, NXT, AEW, SmackDown, and on rare occasions, other wrestling promotions like Impact, New Japan, Ring of Honor, uh, Mission Pro, and Shine. Like, and I know that... um. I also use Twitter to shout out my awesome friends and shout out, um, no, to promote my uh, Twitch channel, which speaking of, I just finished streaming, like I finished streaming about like hours ago, like two hours ago, did Final Fantasy 7. I'm happy to say that, um, we finally reached the goal of 300 followers. Thank you guys so much. Uh, you have been absolutely incredible and I really appreciate that. And the next goal we're going to try and go to is 400. And if we reach 500, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to have to think of something. But follow me on Twitch, Shino Phoenix, if you love video games and you want to chat about games and wrestling with me. 
Like, I, I would appreciate that. Follow me on Instagram, CoolManSip. That's uh, CYP, by the way. And um, I post gaming stuff on there, so you get to see me. And finally, finally, make sure you like the Facebook page, No One's Ready for Wrestling. That way you guys can stay up to date on what I post. And if there's any update going on, I will let you guys know. So that's pretty much that. And if you want to email me your question, the mailbag is always, always open. Make sure you email me your questions. It could be wrestling related. It could be anything. The one and only Phoenix1993 at gmail.com. Please include your name and where you're from. That way I could shout you out on this show. Because I care for my uh, listeners and I care for new listeners as well. If you're new to this podcast, welcome. Make sure you follow it. Follow it on any platform you use, whether it's Spotify, Apple Mute, like Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, um, Anchor. If you're new to this podcast, make sure you subscribe to it because and leave a positive feedback because it really, really helps the show. And I always want to try and get more people into what I have on my mind. So without further ado, let's go over this whole drama. This is going to be split into a two-parter, okay? Like... This is part one of the recording, so part two is going to be the same. So, because the part two we're going to focus on is Wade Keller because he has a big update on this whole drama with Charlotte Flair in WWE. So, we're going to split all that part up. So, how from humble beginnings, humble beginnings, let's start with Andrade. Like I mentioned, he had a great match with Pac on Rampage and... If you want to get into wrestling, I say it every time. Like, there's a lot of matches you could get into, but in this current stage, watch Andrade versus Pac round two. That is better. You'll thank me later. They had a kick-ass match. Now, Andrade tweeted after the Rampage, he tweeted F-U-W-W-E. Now, like I said, I thought... This was just to stick it to Vince on what you could have gotten me or it could have involved Charlotte Flair because something must have happened. And then there was an interesting quote tweet from WrestleVotes and this is where the fire started in regards to uh, Andrade El Idolo's tweet. He quote tweeted by saying this is only the beginning of the story that unfolded on Friday night last week. Now... This is what went what went down. So here it is. Let's start from humble beginnings. Even though we did. On SmackDown, I gave my thoughts. On the last episode, I gave my thoughts about the title exchange. How they how swapping the titles is just fucking lazy booking 101. And you know how much I fucking hate lazy booking. Hell, they're doing it, they're doing it on Raw with a rematch. Talk about some new era, right? New era, same old shit. Now, we had a title exchange between Becky Lynch, who currently ho- who held the SmackDown Women's title, and Charlotte Flair, who held the Raw Women's title. Now, this segment sucked. I will stand by that, and it's just it just felt so lazy. Now, Charlotte dropped the uh, Raw Women's title. And literally, 
how would I put this? She dropped the title and Becky just tossed the SmackDown women's title to Charlotte. And I'm like, wow, talk about disrespecting your titles, right? It's literally telling us that you don't even care about the uh, titles. And after all this segment stuff was over, Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair had a heated backstage confrontation after SmackDown went off the air. PW Insider was the first to report what really happened. Now, on Saturday morning, he were, Mike Johnson reported that the issue was after Flair was said to have voiced concerns to WWE management. Before the show went on the air regarding the segment where the two champions exchanged the women's titles, as Flair, who was the Raw Women's Champion, is on SmackDown, and Lynch, who was the SmackDown Women's Champion, is now on Monday Night Raw. Now, Flair reportedly made her case to not be booked to look weak. Can you not blame her? Can you not blame her? And she didn't want her title reign to look weak during the segment. The segment went on as scheduled with no changes uh, made. During the segment, there was a moment where Flair was to hand the belt to Becky Lynch. But she pulled it away and threw it on the mat instead, which was not planned. Sonya Deville demanded Flair to get the title, give it back to Becky Lynch, and which Flair did. When Lynch was asked to hand over her title, she tossed the title at Flair, which was also not part of the plan. And it got back on track when Sasha Banks came out. Once the show went off the air... There was a confrontation between Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair backstage over Flair allegedly disrespecting Lynch by trying to make her look bad. There were also loud words exchanged between the two. Now, Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful confirmed the news, and that's what probably set Andrade off to tweet FU to WWE. But there's more to this story. Apparently, Vince McMahon was unhappy. Cry me a fucking river. Like, I'm going to get to my final thoughts on all of this story. I want to give you the all the bones and pieces until I you get the appetizer, which is me giving my final take. Now, Charlotte, he, he was unhappy with Charlotte backstage after the Becky incident. And Charlotte went to AEW to support her fiancé, Andrade. Now... This was according to Talk Sports. They report with Lynch getting her hands on the Raw Women's Championship before Flair pulled it back, but a time and error led to the title being dropped on the floor, which was not supposed to happen. The women in the ring, including Sonya Deville, which we will get into, were not happy because they knew that Sasha Banks still needed to walk out to the ring as the show was about to end. After the show, it was it's when things got heated between Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. Talk Sports also reported that their issues go back to a few years, like a few years ago, when Charlotte did not appreciate Becky calling her plastic during a promo from a couple years ago. Now, it was also said that there was unhappiness from both women about the title exchange segment. And there was a debate about it throughout the day. 
Now, here's this interesting part. And again, I'm going to go to the bones and pieces because I don't want to like get into it right now. Talk Sports, they added, Alex McCarthy, he added that Flair, of all people, pushed the idea to lose the Raw Women's title to Bianca Belair on the go-home show of Crown Jewel, right? Because she's a big fan of Belair, and her belief was that this could be could have been a big win for her. Now, Vince McMahon was said to be unhappy backstage because she left Gorilla position without talking to him. And she went to Orlando to support uh, Andrade at Dynamite. So, here it is. As we continue on, like, she wasn't, she didn't leave. She was escorted. This was according to Fifle. Now, Fifle added to this story that the incident backstage was a heated argument and the feeling was that Charlotte was trying to make Becky Lynch look bad during a title exchange segment. In the original script for the show, Lynch was supposed to grab the title from Flair and bragged about being Becky Two Belts. Before Sonya Deville will order her to hand her title over to Flair. Flair reportedly did not agree to this but was told to stay the course. During the shouting match backstage after the show, Flair was said it was it was an accident when she dropped the title during a segment. Flair was then asked to leave the arena before Lynch's dark match ended because management wanted to avoid another confrontation. So that's another part of the story, right? So because of all of this, Charlotte Flair has a lot of heat backstage, according to PW Insider. There was no heat on Becky Lynch for the backstage incident on SmackDown last Friday. And for what PW Insider is reporting... The feeling is that she was pushed to a boiling point and they saw the locker room saw it as her standing her ground and protecting herself. And they add that there's certain there's a heat on Flair in certain circles because the feeling was that she disrespected Lynch and some felt that Flair took the title exchange segment that was supposed to start the build for a match with Sasha Banks. Instead put all the attention on herself and Lynch, who is moving to Monday Night Raw. Now, Banks is being positioned to be the top babyface on SmackDown, which is not a surprise, but came across as the third wheel in this segment. There were others in the company who felt that Flair's actions undermined Banks. When Flair attempted to pull the SmackDown Women's Championship from Lynch, that was not planned, and people in WWE believe that Flair did that in a way to one-up and make Becky Lynch look stupid. Lynch throwing the belt was in the script, according to PW Insider. That's what they're saying. While the other reports are saying that she tossed the title and it was not in the script. So I don't know who the fuck to believe. Now, and it is likely the reason why Flair voiced concerns that she was being made to quote-unquote look weak. There was some conflicting reports coming from the backstage on what exactly was in the script, but WWE sources say that the pulling of the title was not rehearsed beforehand. Now, Flair, she was said to be upset. As noted, as I mentioned, she was told to leave the arena during Becky Lynch's dark match to avoid further problems. And Talk Sports 
also reported that Vince McMahon, like I mentioned, was not happy about her leaving before talking with him. And we, like, I still think that Andrade tweet speaks volumes. And if you rewatch, if you rewatched Monday Night, not Monday Night Raw, uh, SmackDown, they actually edited the part where they, um, when Charlotte dropped the belt. And that's pretty much that. Like, they removed uh, Charlotte Flair dropping the belt during the SmackDown Encore on Saturday, which they try to compete with um, Dynamite on that Saturday, Petty. But they left Becky tossing the belt. So, it, how would I put this? Like, let's start from the top, okay? This is part one of this. So, this whole confrontation, and I'm going to repeat it in part two of this recording. All of this shit could have been avoided. Now, I don't blame Charlotte Flair because she did not want to look weak. She wanted to make the title feel important. But in WWE, they don't give a fuck about the titles. It's like, it's just there. It's just there because... They don't see no value in it. They just want to push their little fucking bullshit agenda. Like, I don't blame Charlotte for wanting to look weak. Now, Talk Sports, when I mentioned, when I saw the report from Talk Sports that she wanted to drop the title to Bianca Belair on the Go Home show, you could have saved yourself this trouble. You could have saved yourself the bullshit that, that wouldn't have happened. Like, Bianca would have went to Raw... As soon as Crown Jewel was over, as the Raw Women's Champion, you could have had Sasha Banks walk out of Crown Jewel as the SmackDown Women's Champion. All of this shit could have been avoided. All of it. But instead, you decided to take the lazy approach like you did with the fucking Raw Tag Team titles and the SmackDown Tag Team titles. And when I looked at that segment last Friday, every time I see this shit, it fucking pisses me off. Like, it just shows how much laziness that this company has. Like, sure, let's swap the titles like you're fucking swapping Pokemon cards. Like, gee, that's a good, that's a great move, right? That's a fucking great move. Let's, let's swap the titles and not think of anything creative to do to avoid a fucking situation like this. And it's fucking ridiculous. It's fucking ridiculous that... You got Charlotte Flair of all people. Now, most people may not like Charlotte Flair, okay? But you cannot deny that the woman is fucking talented. You cannot deny that. But when you shove this woman so far down everyone's throat, like, we get it. She's a top star. Like, what WWE needs to focus on, and I know I'm going to be ranting right, right now, they should be focusing on building up other top names. You can't just rely on a Charlotte. You can't just rely on a Sasha or a Bailey or a Becky or a Bianca or an Alexa Bliss. Like, give other women an opportunity. Like, I want to see a Naomi succeed. I want to see Shayna Baszler get the spotlight she deserves. Mia Yim should be getting on the main roster fucking ASAP. Mia Yim should be on Monday Night Raw. I want where she is. I want to see her in action. I want to see her get pushed. Like, I want to see Tegan Knox succeed. I want to see Shotzi succeed. Like, 
I want to see these women succeed. Asuka is due to a return soon. We don't know her injury status, but is she close to a return? I hope so, because God knows that women's division, I don't give a fuck what any brand it is on. That women's division needs Asuka. Because, like, it's just an embarrassment. Like, and also, you want to know what this segment proved last Friday? It proves that WWE just does not give a flying fuck about the women's titles. And they don't give a damn about who books it. They don't care. Again, I say this every time. I say it like a broken fucking record. All of this shit could have been avoided. Now, Flair made her case because, look, making your case to WWE management, it's not going to mean shit. It won't mean shit. Look who's running the shit. Bruce Pritchard, John Laurinaitis, you think they give a damn about what you have to say? About what your case is made? It's just going to go out one ear, it's going to go in one ear and it's going to go out the other because those two do not give a flying fuck. Why go to management when you could just do what Chris Jericho and Moxley did? Go straight to Vince McMahon. Voice your case because if you want your voice to be heard, go to the boss, the head in charge. Because management ain't going to do shit. They're not going to do shit. Go straight to Vince. Get your point across. Now, like I mentioned, Talk Sports, they said that um, she wanted to drop the title to Bianca. Charlotte doing the right thing. She wanted to make Bianca look great. Like, you had a great match on the go-home show of Crown Jewel. And what does WWE do? They decided. They fucking decided to do one thing and one thing only. They WWE'd it by ending it in a disqualification when you could have just had Bianca come out with a clean win. That was not hard. All of that could have been prevented. And it just, you just proved that it doesn't even matter. Bianca and Charlotte didn't matter. Sasha and Bianca didn't matter. Sasha versus Becky Lynch didn't matter. Even though they had a good match, it still didn't matter. All of this could have been fucking avoided if you just did one thing. You shouldn't... Here's what you should have done. You shouldn't have done the draft in the first place. You should have waited until Crown Jewel. That is something that you should have done. And I know people may disagree with that, but it makes sense to me. Like, why do the draft before Crown Jewel? Where the results are so fucking obvious. And now, you gotta avoid this situation. Better yet, how about don't draft your top women's champions? Or, you can merge the fucking women's division. And have the one person who lost make it a secondary title. But change the design. On both titles. Like, make it feel compelling. Literally, make it feel compelling. That's, that's not hard. Like, and look, I'm happy Charlotte mentioned that she wanted to drop the title to Bianca because, literally, she wanted to put this woman over, but WWE said no. All of this could have been avoided. That would have been a big win in her entire career. But no, they decided not to do it. They decided not to. Now, Vince McMahon was said to be unhappy. Cry me a fucking river. If you were so unhappy, you would have booked a better fucking television show, and we're fucking unhappy because the way you 
Let it just slide. Like, you have the ability to put on a good fucking show. Like, I look at the Raw where you had a steel cage match between Big E and Bobby Lashley for the WWE Championship. That was a great fucking match. And it was an enjoyable show from top to bottom. Like, I love the show. And it's frustrating because they could put on a great show. It's just that they don't want to. They want to do the opposite. They want to think what they think is good is not what the fans think is good. Like, but we'll do it anyway. Like, do you know that saying, what I'm doing is wrong, I know it's wrong, but I'm going to do it anyway. That's what they did last Friday with this title exchange. They knew it was wrong. Like, even Charlotte and Becky knew it was wrong. They were both unhappy about it because they they thought it was fucking lazy. Instead of being creative about this situation and avoided all the bullshit, you wouldn't have this problem. You would not have this problem. And now look at the dilemma you're in right now. Look at where you're at right now. Like, it doesn't make you look good. It really doesn't. It makes you look so bad. You know what? No, 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 no. Instead of doing a part two, like, I want to just continue on with this story because there is a lot to digest. A lot. A lot. Like, Wade Keller had a big, big explanation from uh, Pro Wrestling Torch. And this is a doozy. So, here we go. This is what he... This is what he reported. He said from what he was told from people behind the scene, none of the women, this is according to Wade Keller, none of the women want to work with her. Like not in the ring, in a match, and on the mic. And he said, I've seen, I've sort of been not going into tons of details on it. In some situations, there's been some speculations that I didn't want to get into in terms of what's going on and what's causing it, but it became newsworthy again last night. Now, he continued on by saying that I specifically reached out to people seeking and seeking out Charlotte's side of this because it does from the people I've been talking to. It just feels so one-sided. And these are people I trust and I talk to them about other things. This isn't like I'm talking to people who are anti-Charlotte. It's just sort of people in WWE I talk to. It's just like some wrestlers and others who are just reliable and the stuff they tell me seem agenda-free. And it played out a standing at the test of time before. I don't hear anyone defending Charlotte in this. Somebody in so many words said Becky is a hero to the locker room for calling out Charlotte and not letting her get away with what she does. She said, he continued on by saying, one wrestler I talked to just said that the way, and I'm paraphrasing here to lighten up the language a bit because this wrestler that that was not thrilled with Charlotte just said, the way Charlotte's acting is going to cause issues both with her colleagues and with management, which it's already shown because she has heat. And 
he really stressed how respected and well-liked Becky is universally in the locker room and that she was seen as a bit of a hero for it. Basically, the idea was Charlotte was being difficult and Becky wasn't going to take it anymore. She wasn't going to have it anymore. And that's what led to the confrontation. Another wrestler at the show put it even more forcefully that in terms of Charlotte, Charlotte has a reputation flat out for being difficult and constantly concerned that she's not getting the respect that someone of her stature and accomplishment, or at least her character stature and her character's accomplishments. Well, I mean, like they changed her fucking resume, like, like they erased her NXT run, because that doesn't count. They erased her women's tag title run she had with Asuka. Apparently that doesn't count, so it just shows you how much they don't care. They like to change everything about Charlotte Flair. And that's fucking ridiculous. Maybe there's a blending of the two right now that has some people wondering about her. She feels that she should be treated at a different level and and that other stars who are on who are on top had to work really hard to protect themselves. Steve Austin certainly had the rep, that reputation for going. I'm not going to do this. This isn't making me look good. I'm too important. But Charlotte doesn't quite have that clout. But she also isn't conducting herself well. Sounds like it's pretty universal that people look at her as not looking out for anyone but herself. And I mean, that's been going on for years. And I can understand that. Um... Like, literally. Like, go back to her match with Rhea Ripley. I felt like Rhea Ripley could have been a bigger star. Like, she could have a great match with Charlotte Flair. And she could have had the biggest win of her career against somebody who's very well established as a top, as a top name. Now, literally. But instead, Rhea Ripley, look at where she's at right now. She's teamed up with Nikki Ash, and they are completely fucking directionless with the fucking women's tag team titles because they have no opponents. Whose fault is that? Need I say more? You look at the booking of Rhea Ripley right now, it's fucking disgusting. Disgusting. This woman was a Raw Women's Champion. What the fuck happened? Seriously, what in the bloody hell happened? Anyway... Continuing on, so she's pretty. It's pretty universal that people look at her as not looking out for anyone but herself in a way that goes beyond normal looking out for yourself in this business, and that she doesn't want to sell for anyone. Gee, gee, wow! Like even we've seen that before. Um, continuing, it goes to show how she's handled when she's been asked to do jobs. It goes to the Nia Jax situation and how that match turned into a debacle because Charlotte got upset over what was planned for the match. More like it felt like both women didn't know what was going on and Charlotte got upset for Nia. Not that I'm siding with Charlotte, but I'm just thinking of from a different perspective. Charlotte got upset with Nia, and that, that's when things turn into a legit shoot for a brief moment. So, there's been an ongoing thing with her, and Becky is very aware of all that. And she is certainly has the clout to do it. 
Charlotte, from what I heard, was swearing up and down that dropping the belt the way she did was an accident. Her contention is, and I'm connecting some dots here, Charlotte's connection is that the tug of war, she wasn't supposed to win it so quickly, and when she flung the belt backwards, she didn't know where to drop it, and she couldn't just move it forward in front of Becky. Then so it ended up dropping to the side and behind her because the tug of war didn't go as planned. And her arm is back there, so why would she move it forward and then drop it, then be more disrespectful and letting go or whatever? So she's trying to make a case, to put it mildly. Nobody involved in that situation was burying that, and Charlotte was asked to leave the building. Now Wade Keller continued by saying that Charlotte has really isolated herself from the rest of the locker room. Now that's not a good look. That's not a good look on Char- for Charlotte. That's how you know that she has massive heat backstage. She's kind of in her own world now, and so she's just not endearing herself to the locker room in any way. It's not like that makes them side against her, but that's a symptom of people are wondering what's going on with her, and that she just she's just in her own head and overreacting to things and over-scrutinizing things and questioning everything and worried that she's not being given the protection and the spotlight and being portrayed as a higher level than everybody else. And others are saying, well, what makes you think you're better than us? And at that level, to a degree, and if you were, it's a very ungracious way and a kind of a paranoid way to go about things. Now, the last thing is that Charlotte feels she can get away with it because she's just not enough. There's just not enough depth to the roster to punish her. Right now, they got networks that they that want ratings, and they did a draft and they evenly divided it. And if they were to punish Charlotte at this point, you're reducing a weak SmackDown roster even more. And they just don't think they can afford to do that. This is a situation they are going to have to manage. And it looks like what happened with Nia Jax, that wasn't the first thing. And it wasn't the last thing that happened before this. But this situation needed to be addressed. And I know there's people who like to use Charlotte, who used to like Charlotte, that don't even recognize her anymore. All of that came from Wade Keller. Now, the punishment thing. Like I mentioned, WWE put put themselves in a bad situation had they avoided this bullshit. They're, they put themselves in a tricky situation so much, so, so much so that they shot themselves in the fucking foot. Now, Meltzer is reporting on the Wrestling Observer website that a source said to him that in regards to her situation... It's a tricky situation, isn't it? Does WWE just hand her over to AEW? Now, the person also said if the company disciplines her, then they seemingly would have to do the same for others over their backstage behavior. That's what you should be doing in the fucking first place! Just because somebody's at the fucking top, they don't get away with everything! 
All of this could have been avoided if you would just do your fucking job. Now, now literally, I'm going to say it again. The person also said if the company disciplines her, then they seemingly will have to do the same for others over their backstage behavior. And they have their hands full with this situation. Well, I'm sorry. Guess whose fucking fault it is for putting themselves in this situation? It's not Charlotte's fault. It's not Becky's fault. It's not Sonya Deville's fault. It's WWE's fault. It's not their fault. It's not the women's fault. It's WWE and management and creator because they don't know shit without their fucking balls. Now, we talked about Wade Keller. Like, we talked about what he reported. And he said, there's a feeling that Flair feels like she can get away with her behavior because she brings star power. Now, that is needed on the SmackDown roster. Fox requested her, so it may not go over well if she was pulled from TV. But on the other hand, he noted that Flair's issue with Lynch is not the only issue she had. She has had, and the locker room is overwhelmingly on Becky Lynch's side. And Lynch is being seen as a hero for stepping up and not putting up with Flair's antics. Now, Melton noted on the Wrestling Observer that the impression he was given was that the FUWWE tweet from Andrade El Idolo on Friday nights was a reference to what happened backstage at Charlotte, like at SmackDown. Now, WWE, of course, they don't want to comment on this because why the fuck not? They don't want to look bad, even though they already look bad in the end. As noted before, they edited the footage on the Encore edition of uh, SmackDown that aired on Saturday night, and they removed the part where Flair dropped the title. So, like, apparently Flair's backstage reputation, like, I already mentioned about it with Ray Keller. I've read that entire thing, and we're about to get to the final parts of it. But there's actually more to this story. Sonya Deville, uh, and I believe PW Insider reported this. Uh, yes, they reported that while Flair and Lynch's confrontation happened in full view of Vince McMahon and Bruce Prichard, these two clowns who could have just, av- just avoided this situation had they booked better television and been cre- and be fucking creative. Now, the two different sources are saying that Sonya Deville was very angry with Charlotte Flair and that she was so mad that she wanted to fight Flair at one point. It was said that Deville had an argument with Flair backstage at SmackDown. Now, as we talked about, all the heat is being put on Flair for being difficult during the segment which, with Lynch and going off the script on what was planned. And when they re-aired it, it was not shown to the part where Flair dropped the title. And they also noted that there were several issues in Flair with Flair in recent months. Her issues in the ring with Nia Jax during the match on Raw. And feeling from people in the company is that Flair is being self-indulgent and worried about protecting herself. And making sure that all of the attention is on her. And a source from WWE stated about Flair, let's be honest, that's what stars do. They make sure their star power remains the same or greater. Some people close to Flair felt that having her escorted from the building was a sign of disrespect because of her family's history and the level of importance to the SmackDown brand. 
another talent who did not see the argument said WWE did the right thing to defuse the situation. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm trying not to fucking snap because I'm really starting to get pissed off. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You move, you told Charlotte to leave. That way you don't make the situation worse. I get it. But this whole fucking shit could have been fucking prevented right at the eyes of Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard, may I remind you, who were just watching them argue and they did nothing. What type of leadership is that? If you see something, say something, do something. Like, come on, if I were to run a wrestling company and I see two people arguing, I would do my damnedest to try to defuse the fucking situation. That's not hard. That's not hard. They were standing there, the whole view watching, and they didn't do nothing about it. Unbelievable. Now, PWI noted that while Flair was not backstage with Andrade on Dynamite, there were people in her circle that had privately pushed the idea of trying to get her out of her WWE deal, but no one actually expects WWE to let her go. Because they know she's a top star. And oh my goodness. Like we're going to save all this finality stuff later. Because like I I really do have a lot to say about this one. PWI also added that there are people who will keep an eye on Flair. To see how she handles herself when she heads to SmackDown. And she kicked off a few with Sasha Banks this past Friday. And like this whole shit is just fucking ridiculous man. It's really, really ridiculous. That's just how I would say that. And I don't know what to tell you guys. I really don't know what to tell you. But here's my full thoughts on this. All of this shit could have been avoided if you did a couple of things. Number one, what I would have done... I wouldn't have done the draft in the first place. I would have got all the stuff that you got on the card for Crown Jewel. And as soon as Crown Jewel is over, next week, you do the fucking draft. That's how you kick things off. Or you could do it right at, right on SmackDown. It would have made sense. Like, has anybody ever thought about that? Has anybody thought about that? You wouldn't have been in this situation. Another thing you could have done... You couldn't have, dra- you could have kept Becky and Charlotte undrafted, and you do Survivor Series where you have a unification match, and the one the winner will be the unified WWE Women's Champion, and I would do away with the women's tag titles. Like I said, do away with the women's tag titles. Get that the fuck out of here because clearly you have no idea how to book those tag titles, and it's fucking embarrassing. Like, it's absolutely embarrassing to see Rhea and Nikki do nothing with those tag titles while you just trying to figure out what the hell we should do with somebody like a Rhea Ripley and a Nikki. Inexcusable. Get rid of the titles. If you're not going to put any effort into it, get rid of the fucking titles. That's it. That's it. I'm not going to say that again. At least with NXT, they are trying. They are trying to make these women's tag titles feel somewhat important. Like, why not just have a secondary title? 
not the tag titles, like a mid-card title, like the workhorse champion. Somebody who's been busting their ass and who deserves that opportunity. That would make sense, right? Get rid of the women's tag titles, make a secondary women's title if you merge the women's division and have them work their way to the top. That's what makes it more compelling. Have the women fight their way up to the top. That's how you do it. But you look at the women's division now. Like, the Queen's Crown Tournament, and I'm probably going to say this again when I do the Crown Jewel review, like, either before or after. I'm, I'm going to say this. It's been a massive disappointment. You had one swing, you had one shot, and you missed the shot. That's like going to, like, it's like playing a basketball game. You got a time limit. You got five seconds to make the game-winning shot. You make the shot, and it fucking misses, and you lost for the team. Like, it backfired. And you can, and it, there, then you hear reports that there are people in WWE who are frustrated about how the women are giving less, are getting less time. And it, it shows right there. Because there are some women who want to showcase what they can fucking do. And I know I'm ranting about something different, but like this is just part of the issue that they could have fixed. Number three, another thing they could have done, give the title to Bianca Belair. Charlotte would be willing to give that title to Bianca. And I would not I would have more respect for Charlotte for, for doing that. My mind was fucking blown by that. Charlotte wanted to put over Bianca Belair. Where was that when she with Rhea Ripley? Like, you could have been building the future out of Rhea Ripley and Bianca. Like, I don't understand how this is so hard. Where was that at? She wants to put the title on Bianca. She was willing to give up the Raw Women's title to Bianca because it would have been a big win for her. And that's, that's, I would be so proud of Charlotte if that happened. Which, this turned out, she wanted to do it. Now, some people may not believe that, but... If you look at it from that perspective, that could have been avoided. E- that could have been avoided as well. You could have put the title on Sasha Banks, and you start the supposed new era. And Sasha is the SmackDown Women's Champion, and Bianca is the Raw Women's Champion. You could have killed two birds and one stone, while you're pushing other women to the fucking top. That's how it should have been done, in my honest opinion. Now. This whole... Now, I know... I get people don't want to work with Charlotte Flair because she thinks about herself. She's not willing to put the other talent over. She wants to make it all about her. And look, I I understand that. I understand that. Now, back then, we used to bash Charlotte Flair because she's getting opportunities after opportunities that she does not deserve. Now, this here, I do not blame Charlotte one bit I don't blame Charlotte one bit on this title exchange. Same with Becky Lynch. If those two were unhappy about this idea, why speak to management when you could just speak to Vince McMahon? Because Bruce, he ain't going to say no. He ain't going to agree to them. It's just going to continue where it is because he's a corporate fucking stooge and he needs to get the fuck out of WWE because he's making this even worse creatively. Why not talk to Vince McMahon? Like, like, is Vince using some sort of genjutsu? That way he can hide from the, from the talent. That way he doesn't want to hear their excuses or their case. 
like he had to deal with John Moxley and Chris Jericho? Like, if WWE really cares about their talent, they need to fucking listen to their goddamn talent! That's not hard! They have every right to make a case about what's wrong, and if they know it's wrong, then motherfucker, it's fucking wrong! Like, they have every right to tell you that it's dumb! Like, this whole situation could have been prevented if you would have fucking listened to Charlotte Flair. All of this could have been prevented if you listened to what Charlotte Flair had to say. Management is not going to do shit. For anybody that has a fucking job, you got somebody who is the head of whatever. Talk to them. If management is not going to get the job done, talk to the head in charge. That goes for any wrestling company. That goes for any wrestling company. If they don't give a shit, get the fuck out of there. And it's and I'm gonna tell you right now, guys. We know Charlotte has years left on her contract. Don't you think that like you look at Charlotte Flair on SmackDown, you look closely at that segment. She looks like she just doesn't want to be here. Her facial expression, her mannerism. In that segment alone, she looked like she doesn't want to work for this company. I guarantee when her contract comes out, like when her contract is up and she's a free agent, I would not be surprised if Charlotte Flair went to AEW to be with her husband Andrade and she could show the world what she's truly capable of. Like, that's how I see things. She wants to do a program with her her fiance, WWE denied that, and they let go of Andrade because that's how they think of Andrade. They treated the motherfucker like shit, and then you look at the match he had on fucking Rampage against Pac round two, then you have to realize what Triple H was doing with Andrade and what Tony Khan is currently doing with Andrade. This is the Andrade that should have been on the main roster, and Vince had to fuck it up! Same with... Same with Pac. Yes, he was the king of the cruiserweights, but he walked out because he was being booked like shit. Yeah, Malachi Black appeared after the match. Three former NXT champions that Triple H made into stars on WWE, and Vince turned it into shit. Like, don't even get me started with Malachi Black because I went on that rant when he got let go. If Vince was fucking high on him, he wouldn't be sitting at home for six fucking months. And he would have stayed in the goddamn company. And now look where he's at right now. He's doing the best work in his fucking career. Down in AEW. It's fucking ridiculous. And and I don't want people to think that I'm yelling or complaining for the sake of fucking complaining. You know when WWE is doing something wrong. If you know that a wrestling company is doing something wrong... Us podcasters, us fans, we have every fucking right to speak up. Because if you don't speak up, it's just going to make the problem worse. I fault WWE for letting the shit happen when they knew it was fucking wrong. Like, literally, I said it again. What they're they're doing is wrong. They know it's wrong, but I'm going to fucking do it anyway because they think it's the right thing to do. Who the fuck cares about a goddamn title exchange like you're exchanging a Yu-Gi-Oh card or a fucking Pokemon card? Who the bloody hell cares about that? Like, that's just lazy. Lazy booking. You don't do that. 
You have to be fucking creative. Better yet, you shouldn't have done the goddamn draft right before Crown Jewel. You would have avoided all this nonsense right there. All of this could have been prevented. But WWE wants to make things so simply complicated. They want to make things so complicated to the point that it embarrassed the women's division, it embarrassed Charlotte Flair, it embarrassed Becky Lynch, it embarrassed Sonya Deville, and you made Sasha Banks into a fucking third wheel. Like, I'm tired of this shit. The talent needs to speak to Vince directly. Do not go to fucking management. Vince can hide all he wants. He can hide behind a barrier of fucking walls. That way he doesn't want to hear nobody's excuse. All of this could have been fucking prevented. Like, I've never been this fired up, but man. WWE needs to listen to their talent. That will make a better company. Like, listen to what's wrong. All of this could have been avoided. I would not mind Bianca Belair winning the Raw Women's title clean from Charlotte Flair. I would not mind that. And so much so, I believe, like, as soon as I was eating, I see Charlotte's mom. I don't, I don't know if this is true or not, that she's getting involved in this fucking drama. Like, you look at this shit, it's fucking, it's just ridiculous. Like, and the mom has to stand up for the daughter. I, I just find it... So hard to believe. All of this could have been prevented. Like, this is the thing that really gets me. You could have avoided this this situation if you just did what Charlotte wanted. She wanted to drop the title. That way, she doesn't want the title to look weak. I don't blame Charlotte one bit. I actually feel bad for Charlotte Flair. Now, I know there's some people who may not like Charlotte Flair, and I'm like one of those people, but I respect Charlotte Flair. I really do. Like, I feel like Charlotte could... Like, I'm, I'm telling you. Like, you look at how she's wrestling, how she's doing these segments. It looks like she doesn't even give a shit. She's just going through the motions because she has been given bullshit after bullshit after bullshit after bullshit. Like, again, she did not want to look weak. Your champions should not be looking weak anyway. And I say this, the title swap just shows how they embarrass the women's division, how they bear, how they embarrass the women's titles. It just shows how lazy they are because they couldn't think of a creative way to get out of this this situation. It's just fucking ridiculous, you know? Inexcusable. This is all inexcusable and it could have been avoided. It could have been avoided. But WWE wanted to make this so fucking complicated on themselves that they have nobody to blame but themselves. Like this brand split, this draft, you could have done it after Crown Jewel. You could have done it after Crown Jewel, not the title swap. You could have had Bianca beat Charlotte Flair on Monday Night Raw. You could have had Charlotte without the title, move to SmackDown. You could have had Becky, without the title, move to Monday Night Raw, while Sasha holds the SmackDown Women's Championship. That's it. That's it. It's common fucking sense. The fact that I am 28 years old. I am 28 years old. 
may I remind you, I'm fucking 28, and I know there's a lot of people who are way younger or way older than me that have common sense. There's a definition of common sense. Some of the talent in the back have, have common sense. Some of the people who have a wrestling podcast have fucking common sense. Because they know what is right and what is wrong. I come on this podcast and I talk about what's right and what's wrong. And it's just, it's so fucking, it's real, it really makes me fired up to see shit like that. It makes, it just makes me so mad to see shit like this. Every time. Every fucking time. This is ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. WWE is at fault here. They are at fault here. They have nobody to blame but themselves. Because this could have been avoided. This whole chaos between Becky and Charlotte could have been avoided. This whole heat with Charlotte Flair could have been fucking avoided. Charlotte Flair isolating herself from the rest of the locker room could have been avoided. If you just have booked a better wrestling show and be creative. All of this. All of this. And I'm telling you right now, if Charlotte Flair leaves WWE and she goes directly with her fiance down in AEW, I am telling you right now, she's she's a homegrown talent. She never had wrestling experiences in the independence. Like, like, we're not talking about a Kevin Owens or a Ricochet or a Cedric or a Cesaro or anybody that came out of state. Anybody who came from out of state. If Charlotte Flair, of all fucking people, leaves WWE, which more than likely, I am firmly believing, because right now, she may be staying with the company for a long, long time, but in my honest opinion, in my honest fucking opinion, I firmly believe... Charlotte Flair is going to be on her way out because the woman is not happy. WWE will do everything in their power to try to keep Charlotte Flair from leaving the company. But the only person Charlotte Flair needs to look out for is what makes her happy in the end. Because I could tell you right now, working for a company that I know they gave you everything on a silver platter and they treat you like garbage, go go somewhere else. Like, it's going to have a domino effect because if Charlotte can find success and she goes on a fucking podcast like Talk is Jericho and she explains her side of the story and it's, it'd be like John Moxley all over again. She'll shoot on the company about her experience and it's not going to have a good look. It really isn't. I just find this, this whole big story right here, because I did not want to wait until the next episode. I wanted to talk about it right now. This shit should have been prevented. But WWE decided to do it anyway. That's their fault. It's not Charlotte's fault. It's not Becky's fault. I could, I don't care if Becky Lynch is seen as the hero. I, I love Becky Lynch. Don't get me wrong. She's one of the coolest people I've ever met besides Asuka. Like, she's cool. Now, I don't care if... 
Like, it's not these two, it's not a their, it's not their fault. This could have been avoided if WWE were to be creative and put on a better show. That's all. We're not asking for much. Just put on a better television show, then you would have avoided this entire situation. All of this shit would have been av- avoided. But instead, you do it anyway. That's on you. That's on you. You got nobody to blame, Vince, but yourself. Management ain't gonna do shit because they're a bunch of corporate stooges who don't want to hear the wrong. they rather hear what they think is right to please somebody who's out of touch. What are we... Like, seriously. What is this whole trading the title shit? That's what I want to know. They did it with the tag titles, which... The tag titles, in my honest opinion, should have been merged. Why we're doing it for the women? Two of the top women in your company. It's like you don't even have a number one in your company. You got a number one in Roman Reigns. You don't got a number one for the women. You could say Becky Lynch, but those two titles look exactly the same, but with different fucking colors. And I don't want people to think I'm just finding ways to complain. Like, I'm a guy who knows that this could you could make things better that's what being a fan is right you want to give criticism to make everything better to make sure the company gets it right next time you know all of this could be avoided wwe needs to listen to their talent because they they shouldn't be listening to like vince should not be listening to management he should be listening to what the talent is feeling then we wouldn't have this problem And again, here's what you could do. Next time you do a draft, don't do it before fucking pay-per-view. Have it end. Like, right after the pay-per-view's over, then you do the draft. But don't do the fucking title swap. Keep your titles feeling important. Because if they don't feel important, why should I care? All Charlotte wanted was that she didn't want to look weak. She wanted to make sure the title is still strong. If she wanted to drop the title to Bianca, it would have been fine. If you wanted to merge the women's division in Survivor Series, that would have been fine. I guarantee none of the women would not have a problem with it because it makes them feel more competitive to have them fight their way up to the fucking top. Like, that's one way. I'm not saying you should merge it. It's one of an option. Or you could say the winner has the main title while the loser, well, they have to leave that title and it gets rebranded into a secondary title for the women that have to fight and claw their way to the top. To that specific secondary title. Do a tournament. Even though I don't trust your tournaments because look at your Queen's Crown tournament. Again, the moral here in this entire story is that, and you hear me say it every time, all of this could have been prevented if WWE listened to their talent and voiced their case about why this is not a good idea. That's it. That's it. That's all I got to say right there. WWE should be ashamed of them ashamed of themselves for letting this shit happen. And I'll say it again. They got Vince and his yes men have nobody to blame but themselves, but they don't want to believe that. They don't want to believe that. And I'm going to And it's just one in a million. You're going to have people who's going to be upset about their position. You're going to have people who's going to be unhappy about the way they've been booked. 
Now, Charlotte, apparently, from what I've heard before I close it out, she has issues with creative recently. Like, this has been going on for a couple months. Because she knows the creative in WWE is trash. It's bankrupt. They're creatively bankrupt. Because now you're going to... They want to try and, and do... Like, like I look at NXT, for example. They're looking for a writer that could cater to the younger audience in which they are trying and they're not doing a really good job. It's like they're... It's like they're... And I know I'm trying not to rant too much. It's like they're trying so hard, but they're failing to try and make NXT feel different. And it's just not working for the most part. Now, Charlotte Flair, I I, I want her to just... Because I feel like she might be just upset. She doesn't want to work there. I want If I'm Charlotte, I'll just say, you know what? If they don't see any value in me, I'll just go somewhere else. More like be with my uh, fiance and do what I've always wanted. To do an angle with me and Andrade. Like, she even pitched that. But she got denied. Because that's how WWE creative is. So literally, the moral here is, if you know something is wrong, speak to the head of the table. Don't speak to, uh, and I don't mean Roman Reigns. Speak to somebody who is really in charge, and that's Vince McMahon. Don't speak to Bruce Pritchard, because Bruce is a fucking moron. Bruce Pritchard is one of the biggest morons in professional wrestling history, and he's a corporate fucking stooge. He's a corporate stooge. And I've been a fan of this product for many years. If the if they don't want to hear the talent's case, why bother having them? Listen to your fucking talent, WWE. Then you wouldn't be having situations like this again. And if you're in a d- tricky situation where if you have to discipline Charlotte Flair and you got to do the same for the others, who, who cares? You should have been doing this a long time ago. Don't let people get away with it. Just do it. Like, you have the authority... Fucking punish. Fucking take action. It's not hard. That's not hard. Do the right thing. Like, I'm telling you right now. Like, I feel like as soon as Charlotte's contract's up, I don't think she's resigning. They could throw everything at her. They could throw all the promises they want. But at the end of the day, Charlotte just wants to be happy. Now, if they, like, I would not be surprised if Charlotte leaves the company. And I'll just say good for her. Good for her. You stand your ground. You go somewhere else and fucking prove to them this is what you could have done in WWE. That's it. All you have to do is just leave. If you're this unhappy, if you're going through the motion and you just don't care, just fucking leave. That's all I'm going to say right here, but Charlotte's not in the wrong. Becky's not in the wrong. WWE most definitely is in the wrong in this because... Like I mentioned so many times, this could have been prevented. That's it. That's all it could have been. But anyway, I'm getting out of here. This is your little bonus, guys. So fired up right now. My voice is like half shot. But I want to know what you think. Who do you think's in the wrong? Do you think Charlotte Flair's in the wrong? Do you think Becky Lynch is in the wrong? Or do you agree with me by saying that WWE is in the wrong for having this situation happen to begin with? Just let me know. Send, 
like DM me or email me what you think uh, your take is on this entire situation. And what would you have done to make the situation, to prevent the situation from happening again? So I, I would love to hear your thoughts on this. So until then, guys, take care, be safe. I'll see you guys on the next episode. Maybe do Crown Jewel. Like, I just need to clear my head now. I'll talk to you guys later. This Phoenix flies off. Peace out, guys.